Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. Verse 47 of our text says, That servant who knew his Lord's will and didn't prepare nor do what he wanted will be beaten with many stripes. But he who didn't know and did things worthy of stripes will be beaten with few stripes. To whomever much is given, of him much will be required. And to whom much was entrusted, of him more will be asked. Now, even for the servant who did not commit overt sin or did not act wickedly instead of righteously, there still can be adverse judgment. And and you may be thinking, well, how can that be? Now, we know that doing the opposite of God's direction will result in extreme punishment. But we need to understand that failing also to do what is right has dire consequences. You see, this is the issue of the sin of omission, and it's critical that we understand that. If we willfully fail to follow his direction, willfully fail to step up to the plate, if we fail to prepare for his coming, if we fail to serve our master as directed, there will still be extreme punishment. Even if we're not overtly guilty of actually committing some gross sin, those who do not understand the magnitude of what is at stake will one day reap a punishment. Certainly not as great as those of us who do understand. Clearly with knowledge and understanding comes responsibility. And we get that responsibility, well, whether we want it or not. Please understand that this is not the way God wants it to be. This is not the relationship that he wants with us, nor does he want to see the movie end this way. But we have, out of his loving grace, received new birth and life abundant. And to take those gifts and not acknowledge the preciousness of those gifts, as well as the preciousness of the giver, well, that's the height of self-centeredness. It is evil, pure, and simple to do such a thing. He loves us enough to give us the life of his only son to die in our place. So I ask you again, how much do you love Jesus? Verse 49 of our text says, I came to throw fire on the earth. I wish it were already kindled. Now, Jesus, he had been intensely warning up to this point in this chapter, his followers to be faithful, especially in the critical period that they were living. However, it still seems it was much, uh, it was a time much like today, a time where people want to embrace the Jesus meek and mild without realizing that before peace could reign, there was going to have to be some persecution and division. Jesus will indeed bring peace with God to a man's heart and the peace of God to a man's life. But the world gang will not be saved. Only those who would choose to come out from amongst them and be separate will be so saved. 
You know, we tend to think of Christ's entrance <clears throat> and his presence in this world as being, well, some sort of 1960s-style peace sit-in. But what Jesus was actually bringing was much more radical than that. In truth, it would have the effect, rather, of fire. Flames that, even yet today, fail to be extinguished. Such a state is ironic when you think of the wider church's efforts today to create a world of comfort in posh facilities and inward-looking, feel-good ministries. What has happened to the fire that Jesus sought to bring? What Jesus spoke of here, with great passion, is nothing less than judgment on the highest order. This fire that he speaks of is the fire of purification. The separation of not just the obvious unredeemed from the believer, you know, the lost individual from the saved individual, but this even speaks of a separation between the religious poser from the spiritually faithful. Because you see, these fires would bring a test of the reality of what each man is truly made of. And verse 50, still staying in this context, says, But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am until it is accomplished. Now, we can take that in no other way than to state clearly that Jesus knew what was coming. The cross did not surprise him. We need to note an important doctrinal issue here, though, and that is that Jesus would experience something that he would not be, well, sprinkled with. No, he would experience something that he would be immersed with. Jesus would be immersed in both his mission and his agony. And I got to tell you, Christian, no less of a total immersion is expected of us. Our baptisms, both in water and in the Holy Spirit, are to be issues of immersion. We are to be overflowing, not just sprinkled. Jesus now looked forward to that time when the cross would come and go. A time when the kingdom would move forward in the power of the Holy Spirit. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Music